0: morning, Label. This podcast is not for the weak. Please be aware that all opinions and personal views are subject to some decorum. We will not allow absolutely no disrespect or personal attacks, bullying, or threats of any kind. We are here to share our stories, experiences, views, and solutions to the disparities Blacks in the world are experiencing. Again, knowledge is power, and the end goal is for solutions and understandings. Karibu, that's welcome in Swahili, just a black queen with a voice in the phone, talking shit makes me feel right at home, I'm your host Mercedes, I include, encourage, and invite all races and nationalities, ethnicities, religions, and genders to join in on my new web talk reality podcast, called Our Black Hour, a place where the woke is woke and asleep can only sleep for so long, my motto is, make it make sense. I want to understand religion and overstand blackness. I am pro-black, not anti-white. I love who loves me black. Remove the L and still love who loves me back. Period, Poo. Now disclaimer, don't take absolutely anything I discuss personal or as a personal attack. That is not my intentions. Just hear it, learn from it, speak on it, or hell, just flat out ignore it, either way, I hope I can incite some much needed conversations with hopes to add some overstanding on living real, tangible human life. No matter what color you are, we all bleed red. Plus, I'm just talking shit. Okay, okay, okay. This week, the normal way I do our podcast episodes will be on a hiatus. This episode will fully be dedicated to religion in black herstory, mostly religion though. It's time to start digging in. No hesitation, no demonstration. Oh, man, gonna be no hesitation, but lots of demonstration. That was a little patty cake game he used to play when I was a kid. But whatever, let's get into it. Our Black Hour is an hour dedicated to educate, unlearn, relearn, inform, motivate, and encourage a more purposeful, loving, intentional, fact not fiction based real life. Also, I'm here just to add a little bit, you know, a little against a little extra, a little something, even though this week I'm gonna be a little serious. In all human lives, but mainly our Black lives. Why? Because my Black community really need a break and could use a hug from having to deal with everyday living while Black in America. And heck, everywhere else. Also, I want to send a very special love shout-out to all our melanated brothers and sisters around the entire globe. Shay Okay, we at the top of the hour still with Swahili phrase of the hour. The language spoken in at least 14 countries in East Africa is Swahili. Duh. Let's continue to learn words or phrases used every day by our people around the globe. You never know. We might go to Africa and we can speak a little bit of something. Today's Swahili phrase of the hour is all right, it's how are you? and it's pronounced habari gani it's really easy habari gani that means how are you in swahili Haberi, h a b a r i and Ghani, gani g a n i habari gani how are you okay we still at the top of the hour coming at you with affirmation phrase of the hour hmm in today's time and climate, we as a society is surrounded by nothing but negativity. We as humans feel stressed, targeted, and defeated all the time. Since the beginning of the time, our government, they had their own selfish and greedy agenda. It's very visible. Our well being is absolutely not their concern. We can feel trapped, overwhelmed, and helpless. But I'm here to tell you that we can be in control of our own life and our own personal way of thinking by speaking positivity. Speaking positivity in the universe is a great start to your day. Start your day out with positive thinking, words, energy, and speaking positive affirmations into your realm of thinking. It will eventually yield positive energy, results, and vibrations. No one is going to look after you better than you. Fashe. Our affirmation phrase of the hour. I can and will speak positive words and think positive thoughts no matter the situation. I will never allow society to dictate who I am. I'm always interested in hearing the truth. I will not apologize for being my true, authentic self because being myself is why I am who I am. Self-care is my new go-to for self-gratification. I will practice forgiveness and gratitude onto others, but I will show myself love because it's okay for me to love myself. I will shield my anger and shed all my lower vibrational habits so I can manifest my high-frequency future. I will teach myself to allow no one, and I do mean no one, to ever again break me down mentally because my bright and shiny future depends on me. Ashe, written by Mercedes. I'm having fun kind of writing these out on my own. All right, let's keep it going with Understanding Religion Black Hour series. And ever, A disclaimer for the following definitions in our Bible verses that I'm about to discuss. Know that I retrieved the definitions right off Google. The Bible verses came from the Bible that the Christians use, though, you know, as a reputable source they depend depend on every day for their life rules and structures. Please understand that I was once a dedicated and devoted Christian, so a lot of my knowledge and religious discussions will be based upon Christianity. I have limited personal knowledge about all the other ones I know of them, but not too much about them. So work with me on my topics of discussion when it comes to our Black Hour Understanding Religion series. I'm discussing kind of what I experienced or what I know or what I learned or what I researched. Okay, let's get to it. Religion. What is religion? Religion is the belief in and worship of a superhuman power or powers, especially a God or gods. A personal set or institutionalized system or religious attitudes, beliefs, and practices. The service and worship of a God or the supernatural. And I said it was an institutionalized system. So what's an institutionalized system? Well, what's institutionalized? An institutionalized individual is someone who gradually becomes less able to think and act independently because of having lived for a long time under the rules of that institution, and this being the topic of religion. So who started or founded the religions? Religions are generally started and founded by a prophet or a man who claims to receive divine word or wisdom from a God. Let me say that again. Religions are generally started, you get that? Religions are generally started and founded by a prophet or a man. I put my fingers up Or a white man. Who claims to receive divine word or wisdom from a God? Key word, claims. I don't like claims and faiths and beliefs. Because those leave room for error. So, he claims. Okay, let's keep going. A religious founder can be understood as the first person that started a religion and introduced it to the world. I ain't make that up. And introduced it to the world. As such, founders of the said, of that said religion act as guides. They're the boss. <laughs> They're your gods. <laughs> They're your boss. They act as guides and examples to the followers. See, I'm the boss. You come over here because I know everything because he talked to me. He came down and told me this is what I need to tell y'all. We get that? We get that? Okay. So... I'm going to do it one more time because I, th- I just think this was a wild factor, even for myself, even when I looked up the definitions. I kind of knew it in my head all my life, so I didn't think I had to look up the definitions. But upon looking up the definitions, it's just kind of had me flabbergasted. So let's just do it again. What is religion? So religion was an institutionalized system or religious attitudes, beliefs and practices. So what's an institutionalized individual if you're involved in religion? It's someone who gradually become less able to think and act independently. I mean, you can't think for yourself. You can't act for yourself so because you're so indoctrinated. You institutionalized. You're just doing exactly what they say. Because of having lived it for so long. In the rules of that institution. That being religion. All right. Let's do it again. Who started or founded the religions? I mean, you know, I'm looking this up myself. Well, religions are generally started and founded by a prophet or a man who claims to receive divine word or wisdom from a God. Yeah, we're going to learn real quick. I'm going to stop for a second because I, I keep trying to tell people you can't research religion without researching history especially black history but history period, life history. And you can't do history without religion coming up. They go hand in hand. I said this to one of my friends and she like, ah, what are you talking about? Yes you can da-da-da-da. listen. So I do this all day every day. You cannot research history without religion coming up because there is no religion without history. World history, black history it doesn't matter. And there's no history without religion being included somewhere. Different ones by different prophets or men, and to me, a white man who introduces it to the world, you know, for the first time. Okay, keep going. And as such, the founders of that said religion act as guides, they the boss, they the tour guides, and examples to the followers. They the one pretty much symbolizing key values, which means that they telling you what their God said to them. So they writing it down and, 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 and giving it to, to, to whoever wants to listen to it. They symbolize key values and many religious festivals are centered around them. Them being the person that told you or started the religion that came with. Oh, wait a minute. I was over there in the corner and, and this mysterious guy came and you know he kicked so much knowledge to me. I got to start writing all this stuff down. So all the people can know. That same guy ain't he won't go to nobody else, He's just gonna go to me. Because I'm the prophet, I'm the man. Okay. The man who started the religion in the first place. Okay. So to sum it up, religion is man-made institution, like I said. I've been saying from the beginning, a white man-made program, white white man-made institution. When I say a man, I mean a human man, (laughs) you know, a man, a male with a penis. I guess you got to describe them these days because so much confusion going on. But a, a male born with a penis. Yeah, that's a man, just a regular man walking, talking just like me. Yeah. Well, I don't have a penis, but you know that. Anywho, religion is a man-made institution. It programs people to act in a certain way, period. That's what it is. All right, what kind of religions are there? Christianity, Judaism, Scientology, Islam, Catholic, Protestant, Buddhism, Mormonism, Hittism, Jehovah Witness. I guess there's like little separate thingies, but... And more. It's lots more. Okay, what's the oldest or first religion? Um, looking that up, I kept coming up with Hiddism, um, and it was like more than 4,000 years old. And Christianity was started around 313 AD. It said that the Emperor Constantine accepted Christianity. Um, Ten years later, it became the official religion of the Roman Empire. All right, so let's go over some pertinent information that I deem to be necessary to have knowledge on. What does BCE mean? When y'all see some like dates and you see BCE um, behind it or um, alphabets behind it, BCE means several meanings. Before Christian era, or before Christ born, or because everybody ain't Christian, it's before common era. That's the time. All right, if you see AD, that's after death, or... Ain't, ain't no domini. And that's supposed to be the year of the Lord. But it means pretty much after the death. And once again, they made it the death of Jesus. So AD, like 2000 B, uh, AD or 3000 BCE, like whatever the number is. And you got alphabets. That's what that is. So if you see CE, that's called the common error. Christian error. But everybody is not Christian. So we have to come up with another word. And it's common error. All right, it's time to start getting in. Okay, we was taught God is omniscience. God is the state of knowing everything. Knowledge. That's God. He knows everything. God knows, so that means he's omniscience. He knows everything. We was also taught that he was omnipresence. It says the state of being widespread or constantly encountered. The presence of God is everywhere at the same time as Omnipresence. He everywhere at the same time. Amini benevolent, With a reference to a deity. It means that deity is perfect or unlimited in goodness. Perfect or omnipotence. The quality of having unlimited or very great power or authority. All right, let's go back over. How I many science? That I means God knows everything. So he knows when kids get molested, kidnapped, raped, incest, abused, beat, sex trafficked, killed, murdered, tortured. The list can go on. He knows murders are walking into kids' schools, murdering innocent kids and adults. You know, he can see them because he knows all. He sees all. He's everywhere at the same time. He also sees when the pastors and the popes (laughs) that's supposed to be working for him is molesting the kids, boys and girls. It don't matter. They also see when the pastors is scamming in the church, where they scamming, taking all these people money, especially the little people, people in the neighborhood, all their little money, but they going out buying Gucci this, Louis Vuitton that. They got five, six cars. You can't drive five, six cars. But they got five, six cars, big houses. They got a summer home, a winter home. They got a vacation cottage. They, yeah, they have no job. But they take all the money from the poverty people in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's the scamming. I guess God see that too. Water in Flint, Michigan. That's been effed up for some years. And I guess he can see that and notice that and he ain't doing absolutely anything to, you know, maybe tap somebody on the shoulder and say, hey, let's get some of this stuff done. Let's get some of this stuff fixed. But, you know, he knows all, he beats all. Let's keep going. What about the atrocities happening in the black community that's been happening forever? Well, black history has told us not forever. It's been happening when we met the European race. Before that, we were just fine. But we're going to stay on the topic of religion. Um, what about our food being manipulated and poisoned? He can see that. He see them doing it. He see them spraying stuff on it and making us sick and putting extra stuff in on um, vegetables and stuff that we shouldn't have sprayed on there. But he see that he, but he, 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 okay with it. Yeah. Verbally we say God is good all the time, but okay. It doesn't matter. Let's talk about amini, e, benevolent. God is perfect and all loving real life, and his Bible, Old and New Testaments would show sure otherwise, but okay. He's all loving and he's perfect. It said that he proved his all loving nature by sacrificing his only son, Jesus, to make up for humankind's sins. Doesn't fit our narrative, but okay because we're thinking Jesus is supposed to be our Savior, right? Well, we're going to look up some passages later and we're going to see what you guys think about if he's our savior all right let's talk about omnipresence god is everywhere at the same time all the time he in my house here in your house he at your jobs he in your cars he at the stove he at the church he in the playpen with the baby he in the swimming pool with the other baby you know the baby that died and drowned yeah he must be there because he's looking at it because he's we're taught that he's everywhere Omnipresence. He's presently everywhere at the same time. Gosh, this is amazing. It's also omnipotence. God has complete power over things or people. <laughs> Unlimited power, too. Which means it's absolutely no limits. Nothing is this is beyond the limitless, but the limited itself. And if that's the case, he been had the power to make this world better, safer, a loving place to live in because he got the power, right? Cause he's omnipotent. He has complete power over things and people over everything. Wow. So he has complete power to make change or make better, to fix, repair, but none of that's happening ever, ever. Not when we was getting beat as slaves not when we was hanging off trees, not when they was feeding our baby the alligators, none of that. Not when they was using our black women as just science projects, putting instruments all through their bodies without any pain, medicine, nothing. They say black women can take pain more than everybody. Okay. Well, per usual, real life and the God or gods in his holy Bible will show you He'll show you. We're going to go in there and see. We're going to see what kind of God this is because this is the, we were taught all these things here. So let's go see. So if we were to assume the God or gods in the Bible is real and really exist, then that God or God implies that all things above, including him, is morally perfect. Because if God is omnipotent, that means he has complete power and control Over all things and people. Complete. Then that same God has the power to eliminate all evil. Or how about it shouldn't have been created in the first place. Okay. But if that same God actually created and participated in all or most of that said same evil. Then what are we to do or assume next? Let's go into God's Bible shall we? Okay, so because as Christians, we was always told and taught and constantly saying on a daily basis all the greatness and love that God is. I mean, we gave him daily, daily praise, honey. And let's go over some of the things that we said about God, that we were taught God, this about God, and it's in the Bible too. Um, let's go over some things that we would say. We would say things like, God is good all the time, all the time. God is good all the time. There's never a time when God is not good. (laughs) Even in a bad time for us, it's always God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Okay. What about God is patient? God is kind. Ooh, he's so patient. That God in that Holy Bible is so kind. What about God will never let you down because his love is unconditional? He has unconditional love. Or you're never alone. Why? Because God is always with you. He's always on time. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's always with me. Y'all hear that? He's always with you. I know why he's always with me, but we're going to learn why he's always with you, that they say in this in that Bible. God is intentional and he knows best. He's intentional. My God is intentional, honey. He know best. Mm-hmm, he do. God may not come when you need him, but he always on time. I know y'all remember that one. Quit playing with me. God may not come when you need him, but let me tell you something, baby. He's always on time, even when we living on the street and got put out and got molested, got beat, got abused, or probably dead now. But he's always on time. And he may not come when you need him, but he's always on time. God does everything in divine order. And divine being an excellent or delightful order from God. God does an excellent and delightful order on when he does stuff. It's it's excellent and it's delightful. Also, ask for something in the name of Jesus. Our prayers will be answered. All you got to do, say those prayers, end them with the name of Jesus. Hey, you already know how it's coming. John 14, 13 through 17. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that my father will be glorified in his son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So we're going to go through the Bible so we can see a lot of these either broken promises or just things that just came from who knows. Well, I know where stuff came from, but whatever. Just 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 things that I don't think they never um taught you in your church. You know, in church, we just skip through the Bible. We go, we play tic-tac-toe in the Bible. You know, we we skip all the parts that I'm about to talk about. But we only talk about the parts that's going to brainwash you, indoctrinate you some more, or make you feel like, oh, that part right there. Oh, God's so good all the time, all the time. He's so good. He loves me so much. Those are the only parts we concentrate in the Bible. So I'm going to be the advocate to, to concentrate on the other ones that we apparently missed over a lifetime because i didn't know about a lot of these into 2019 so let's go over some shall we okay now what we just discussed remember all these awesome attributes we gave the god in the bible all these awesome don't forget you know he's good all the time he loves us he looks out for us He's just patient, kind, sweet, darling, all these good things. Let's remember those attributes we give him every day blindly. It's time for some good old hour, black hour, Christian Bible study. I used to love the Bible studies, had so much fun. All right, let's get it popping. As for Christians, I realized they skipped over chapters and verses to suit their personal needs or taste of what they agree to follow and read. Everything else is skipped over or just flat out ignored. So apparently, we all going to play TikTok right now. So starting off with I'm the First Move. Leviticus 19.28. You're going to hell if you get a tattoo or body piercing or ear piercings. So right now, we're not going to just think about just God in the Bible. We're going to bring up some few little um, verses first that kind of caught my eye in how Christians do what they want, apparently. They follow some of the rules and the other rules they don't. They follow whatever works for them that day, apparently. But then they want to go be holier art than now and judge everybody else and everybody else's religion or spirituality or life, period. They're so judgmental. But let's talk about it. So if you got a tattoo or any type of piercing, any type, ear, body, tattoo, I don't care. Anything on any of y'all bodies, y'all need not be in a church because that's not the Lord said you're not allowed to have that. Alright, let's go to Genesis 16, 7 through 9. First of all, I gotta tell the backstory. The backstory, this is when um Sarah couldn't get pregnant. She couldn't conceive by Abraham. And um, so she's feeling some type of way. So apparently she had a little talk with herself and God. And it was like, you know what? She told Abraham, I'ma give you my 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 um my my slave, my servant. Um, you can you can go and impregnate her because I can't give you a baby. And so do you think a servant wants to be pregnant by some man? No, but that's either here or there. Um, Abraham pretty much went and slept with her, got her pregnant. And she is now being treated like crap by Sarah. Cause Sarah's kind of jealous. She's pissed off. And now she's just abusing the servant, the hand servant and the hand servant is just exhausted. She tired. So, Genesis 6 through 7 through 9 is an angel of God found her beside a spring of the desert. This is the maidservant. It was the spring of the road of Tashar. He said, Hagar, maid of Sarai, what are you doing here? She said, I'm running away from Sarai, my mistress. He said, Angel to God said, Go back to your mistress. Put up with her abuse. Wow. I got to put up with abuse? That's normal? Okay. How about Genesis 11, 1 through 9? The Tower of Babel. Okay, so I remember that story. Um, the Tower of Babel, everyone speaks the same tongue. And everybody able to get along. Everybody down here working together. They're building the Tower of Babel. We speak in the same language. Everybody is just, no problems. But guess what? <laughs> the God in the Bible got a little frustrated, pissed, angry. He He's seen harmony. He's seen everybody getting along, And when he's seen that, yeah, he ain't like that. He got pissed. So he decides to separate everyone by changing or confusing their language. So now they can't even work together. They don't even understand each other. They just running around looking at each other like, what the fuck is you talking about? He mad. He wanted to separate everybody. See, everybody was getting alone. But not him, not this guy. That was just too, too normal. Y'all hear that? So let's change all the languages and move them around so they can be scattered and not understand each other. We don't need them getting along and loving on each other. Why y'all doing that and building stuff and procreating together and, you know, doing what I thought human mankind was. But apparently, being a Christian, we don't want that. Let's talk about, wow, Leviticus 21, 18 through 24. You can't have a disability or be allowed in a church. I ain't know that. That means anyone who is blind, lame, disfigured, disformed, crippled in the foot, hunchback, dwarf, <laughs> has anything wrong with his eyes, running sores, damaged testicles. You know, you can't have your testicle damaged. You can't have none of these because Leviticus 21, 18 through 24 saying it's ending up with, they can't come in my church. It, if they got any physical defect, they not to enter my church that's God saying that because I'm the Lord and and I'm holy so they can't come in they they got too many issues going on it ain't making us look good as a Christian in the church to have somebody in here that's a a dwarf Mm -mm. Mm-mm. ain't looking good the aesthetics ain't good oh she wear glasses can't come into church girl oh one leg shorter than the other are you coming in with a limp can't come in you can't have no disability wow Let's track 1 Corinthians 11, 6. Women not allowed to cut their hair short or shave it off, or so keep it covered. I don't see no Christians doing that. Yeah, I see them with those church hats on, but they hair hanging or whatever. But what about the short haircuts that I got right now? What about the short haircuts? You'll still see those in the church. And if you, if one of, the, if the law is to keep it covered, keep your head covered with some hair or a hat, or don't come in there with no short haircut. Mm mm. don't come into church with that what about 1 corinthians 11 14 through 15 men can't grow long hair either (laughs) and women can't wear short hair it's a disgrace to the lord men don't you dare grow that hair long those locks y'all got you better cut that off those dreads y'all got you better knock them off knock it off people you're a christian you're not allowed to have no dreads up in there no long hair you a man you know, for say to God in the Bible. What about one Timothy? Oh, one, one Timothy. One Timothy two twelve. I do not permit a woman to teach or assume authority over a man. She must be quiet. <laughs> Women aren't allowed to talk. There's some episodes ago in our black hour that we're going to lead up to what led me to where I am today, which is very spiritual. So women who I don't taught all my life that was dumb and slow and, and you know, docile, stay in the house, be barefoot and pregnant, cook and clean and do everything for your man and be submissive and shut the hell up. It's in the Bible. God wants us to shut up. He gave us mouths, but he want us to shut up at least at the churches. We're not allowed to talk. So all these women that's sitting in these churches, I don't understand. I don't get these women pastors if you're a Christian. Like you're going against your own God. He said, You can't talk, Juanita Binal. He said, Be quiet. Shut up. Let me read it again. I do not permit a woman to teach or assume any authority over a man. She must be quiet. Now, this was talking, there's several other verses that's talking about this, and more so that's at home and in church. And any authority to teach anywhere, she's not allowed to teach us women. That's that's in the church. Um, the classes now, we're not allowed to teach, not at all. Be silent. So that was one Corinthians fourteen thirty-three through thirty-six, where the woman can't talk in churches. Let your woman keep silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak, but they are to be submissive, as the law also says. And if they want to learn something. Let them ask their own husbands at home, for for it is shameful for women to speak in church. (laughs) Okay. So you got 1 Corinthians 11, 5 through 6. Apparently a Christian woman is supposed to be wearing a head covering. You know, like the Muslims, the hijab. I don't see no Christian women walking around that. I thought that was just for Muslims. But um, there's a couple, actually, verses in the Bible that say... um, God wants the head covered for a woman coming into the church. And I don't see Christians doing that a lot. Remember, I said they pick and choose what they want to do. Now, this was a contradicting one. 1 Corinthians 11 11 through 12. It's pretty much God saying he made us equal partners, made a husband and wife equal partners, but. You're not equal if you can't talk, you can't say shit, you can't make rules. You got to be submissive. I don't see anything equal in that, but let's read it. As woman came from man, so it's also man comes from woman. But everything comes from God. Good news. Men and women rely on each other. God made them equal partners in life. And they should respect each other always. So it's a little confusing there. You can't be equal if you can't have no say-so and shit. That ain't equally yoked. But again, okay. All right, Deuteronomy 25, 11 through 12. If two men are fighting and the wife of the one that comes to rescue her husband from the assailant and she reaches out to seize him by his private parts, you should cut off her hand and show her no pity. So, real-life demonstration. My husband's fighting with somebody and I'm trying to help him. And I make a mistake and grab the person's fighting that he's fighting personal assets. My bad. I'm sorry. But now I have no hand. And show me no pity. I was just trying to help my husband because that's what I thought I'm supposed to do. I wasn't trying to put my hand on no man's private parts. But it's so funny we can't touch them. But you about to see all through this Bible they can do whatever they want to do to us. All right. Thank you. Okay, we got some cannibalism. Leviticus 26, 27 through 29. When the chips are down, these, uh, these civilized people, they'll eat each other. If in spite of all this, you still refuse to listen and still remain hostile toward me. This is God talking. He's pissed. He, he showed him to get mad. I mean, a lot. Parents not allowed to get mad, but he got a lot of anger. Pissivity. Then I will give full vent to my hostility. Oh, he got hostility to he's hostile. I myself will punish you seven times over for your sins. Like piss me off. You're going to get punished seven times over. Then you will eat the flesh of your own sons and daughters. So now we can't. You don't make them count Hannibal Lecter. You're gonna make them eat the flesh of their own kids. It couldn't be nothing in the world that bad that make you that angry at no point in time. That's just weird. All right. Let's do Deuteronomy 28, 30 through 31 and then 35. I'm just going to read it. You will be engaged to a woman and another man will rape her. This is God. <laughs> this is I can't make this up. You will be engaged to a woman and another man will rape her. You will build a house, but not live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but not even begin to use it. Your ox will be slaughtered before your very eyes, but you will not eat of it. Your donkey will be stole, stolen from you as, as you watch, and will not and it will not be returned to you. Your flock of sheep will be given to your enemies, and there will be no one to save you. The Lord will afflict you in your knees, in your legs, with painful, incurable boils from the soles of your feet to the top of your head. I mean, this God in this Bible gets very angry, a lot, pissed, and he do a whole lot of things that I wouldn't have never thought that a loving, caring, patient, kind Respectable. Understanding. God would get so angry. He's like a mean madman. Sounds like a white supremacist man. I'm scared. Okay, I got a doozy for y'all. Matthew 11, 32 through 35. Therefore, everyone who will acknowledge me before others. Now this is Jesus talking. New Testament. This is Jesus. I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I will also deny him before my Father in heaven. Don't assume that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. So you didn't don't so you didn't come to bring peace? You did not come to bring peace, but you brought a sword because you about to do what? For I came to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies will be the members of his household. So you came to, you just always fucking shit up, God. Like, what is wrong? Why are you so mad? You act like a married, you act like a crazy white man. Like, why are you so always so angry? You brought your son here, and he just as angry as you? Like, what you what you? What come here for, and you ain't come to bring peace? This is like a real Karen and Mary. They always just come to just be unhinged. This God is always unhinged. So, well, now this is Jesus. This is son. Like, good job. So you did not come to bring peace. But you brought a sword. You came to turn a man against his father. Why would you do that? A daughter against her mother. Why would you do that? A daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies, you're going to make them members of his household? So he got to sleep where his enemies at? Wow. Then, the one who loves a father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. The one who loves a son or daughter more than me... Is not worthy of me, and whoever doesn't take up his cross and follow me, is not worthy of me. He's he he's sounding a get first. He's petty. He's psycho. He's anal. He just got so much going on that. Wow, that one took me for a spin. But let's go on to some smaller ones, shall we? We have one Peter two seventeen. Show respect for everyone. <laughs> love christians everywhere fear god not the government that's all just one verse show respect for everybody. god you're not respecting us you're just running around rapid like a psychopath and i ain't even got to your real craziness yet but you want us to respect everyone and then love christians everywhere and fear don't fear the government that's down here fucking us over 16 times fear you and why would do why do we need to fear the only people that talk like that is white people why do we need to fear everybody why can't we love fear 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 you want somebody to pray to you all day jump to your knees close your eyes this this is this is a lot you just sounding really marious sound like a mary you got a lot you know we go to work but what you want us to give you the glory after we say something, you want us to be and give Jesus the glory. Somebody who clearly just said he didn't come here to bring peace. Well, what, what, what we fucking with him then for? What well, we waiting on him to come back? Because the first time apparently he came, he said he ain't come to bring no motherfucking peace. So what he gonna bring now? Because I I I don't think the world can take a lot more. It this is a lot. Jesus God God Jesus. this this, this is a lot. You asked her for a lot. I mean, you want me to turn my daughters against me and me against my daughters? I love my daughters. Why would you want to do that purposely? You want to turn a man against his a father? Yeah, I'm going to get off that. But yeah, that one took me for a span. Moving on. <laughs> All right, we're going to apparently God approved slavery. Leviticus 25, 44 through 45. The male and female slave which you have are to come from the surrounding nations. You are permitted to buy slaves from them. Yeah, y'all soon learn what the surrounding nations is. Y'all get this soon enough. You may also buy the children of foreign workers who are living among you temporarily from their clans, which are living among you and have been born in your land. They become your property. You may will them to your children as property and make them slaves for life, but you must not terrorize your brother um, Israelites. In other words, you'll learn later who they talking about. Y'all go over there and get those Africans. Okay. But over here, don't mess with us. Cause no, don't, don't, don't mess with the white supremacy over here. Don't mess with the Israelites over here. That's in this Bible. Leave us alone. But go over there and do whatever the fuck you want to go over there and get all the slaves you want. Fuck up their life. Fuck up all the Africans' lives. Take the male, female slave. The surround, Just, just take, take them all. Take the kids. And guess what? You keep them and you can have them forever. They will be permanent slaves for you to pass on to your children after you. But your brothers, the people of Israel, yeah. Treat them nice. Treat them nice. So when you come over here and be a slave, if you go and marry a woman and y'all have children, yeah, we're going to get to that. But yeah, keep, keep, keep it up. Okay, we're going to go on to idea. Exodus 21, 2 through 6. If you buy a Hebrew slave, that's a black man. <laughs> if you buy a Hebrew slave, that's a black man. Mm-hmm. That's, what they, yeah, that's what they say. Okay. He may serve for no more than six years, set him free in the seventh year, and he will owe you nothing for his freedom. If he was single when he became your slave, he leaves single. But if he was married before he became a slave, then his wife must be freed with him. So in other words, if he became a slave when he when the master bought him and he was single, he leaving him by himself. But if he got married while he was there, yeah, she got to stay. Your girl got to stay. You gonna go? Now, if the master gave him a wife while he was there, there you go. If the master gave him a wife while he was a slave, and then they had sons and daughters, the only the man to be free in the seventh year. But his wife and children will have—they not be going. They, they, you know, who is it that love women and kids? Because the kids and women got to stay again. See, you can go. You can go. But the kids and the women, once again, they got to they gotta stay with us. We got to, you know, finish doing whatever we want to do to them. Mm-hmm. And this is God giving these rules. See, this is the God that the Christians follow that's given these okays to these are the rules for slavery. Go get you some Hebrew slaves. Don't get them over here. Go over there and get them. You know, the white people with the, the white privilege... Let them stay over here and just, you know, be catered to. But you go over there and get those people that was minding their business in the first place, not fucking around, but actually was trying to help us and we just turned on them. But it's cool. Get them, work them to death. Let let the man stay for six, seven years. He get to lead the seventh year. But whoever he got with him, they're gonna lead them here. The wife and the kids, they stay here with us. We gotta finish fucking them around. Okay. Yeah. It's stupid. So pretty much God is giving the, the go-ahead. Yeah, these are the rules. You can go get some slaves. Y'all white people can get the slaves because they can only go get the black people. And these are the rules for it. And let's go to the next rule, 1 Peter 2.18. Slaves, now ain't talking to the Hebrew Israelites, the Africans. In reverent, fill of God, submit yourselves to your masters. Oh, they just became our masters? Wow, we was over here, but we was chilling out. We weren't bothering nobody, God. I thought we was a cool over here with our own, you know, spirituality. We don't want to go over there. We want to stay over here. Wow, uh, submit yourselves to the masters, not only to those who are good and considerate, but also to those who are harsh, meaning not to the nice masters, even the ones that just beat your ass, rape you, stick stuff in you snatch the teeth out of your mouth so they can put it in George Washington's mouth yeah take the skin off your back so they can make themselves shoes so you stay over there I don't know what pe- we were thinking like a God okay that's being treated this way yeah I, people don't read their Bible This, this, this is, this is crazy this is crazy God gave the gopher for, for slavery in the New Testament. Why all these people like that say, "Don't go to the Old Testament; go to the New, New Testament." To do, those are the old rules. It doesn't matter old rules. Y'all still go there for the stuff that y'all want to get out of it. You still go in the Old Testament for all the good stuff. But you, anytime you somebody bring up something that don't make no sense, that's contradicting us, or not nowhere near good. Oh, it's that's the Old Testament. Don't pay that no attention. But y'all just got through paying attention over here. I'm confused. Y'all just sent me to Genesis to get the good part. Then y'all went to Leviticus and got the good part right here. But y'all skipped over, y'all just gonna skip over all the bad parts? Yeah. This is stupid. Let's keep going on, though, because now I'm about to show you the psychopath. I said when I did my research in 2019 that what I ended with was Jesus never existed and God was not the God in that Bible that they was giving us. I said whatever created us did not ask for us to pray to it, and I've been saying that to any and everybody since 2019 when I left it all alone, and I was very much true, very much true. Confident. These are rules that you that we saying that that this God is loving and caring and he's kind, and he's pleasant, and he knows everything, and he's always on time, but you sat there and watched us, get you watched innocent babies, and, and God loves the children, remember, get chewed up by alligators. You watched it, because you everywhere. This is stupid, people. Come on, let's wake up, but let me show you some things where he get a psychopath, because I know who this God of the Bible is. I know the name and everything, but let's let's just keep going for the sake of We Bible thumping because we in Bible study. But let me show you that I've been telling also people for the last four years. Whoever that God in that Bible is, I had to learn that it was more than one. Didn't really realize that. But I kept on saying whoever that God in that Bible is, he condones raping. He's okay. He's telling people to rape. He's killing people. He's murdering people. He's a psychopath. I literally been saying that to, to the top of my head. And just finally learned this year who that was. But I knew it. I knew it. I am not slow. It's a psychopath. So we're going to get to some of the psychopath things that this person, you know, our God, our beloved God. So sweetie, God loves the kids and the children. Yes, he does. Well, let's see how much. Let's get to some of the things that God does. Sometimes it seems like for no reason. Sounds familiar? He just does stuff sometimes for no reason. We going not see that. You know how what community wakes up and just start going and do mass shootings for no reason. It especially kids. They did absolutely nothing to nobody. That would be the least person that somebody got a beef with or an adult. But or just going to movie theaters to shoot up, just wake up mad. So let's go over some of the things of this God in this Bible that seems to just be angry all the time. I mean, we can't get along and build a tower. You, you got to fuck with that. You go get your son because you want to show us you love us so much. But then you send him here and he talks shit telling us, I ain't come here to bring no motherfucking peace. I came here to fuck some shit up. And then you want us to keep going. So guess what? There are so many people out there that just won't talk about this. This is logic. I didn't write this shit. Uh, apparently God said it. So let's see. We got, we got, I hate when I say that, we got, we got. We got Deuteronomy 21, 18 through 24. Let's stone somebody to death. This God is saying, let's kill, go kill this person. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son, who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother? And though they discipline him, will not listen to them, then his father and his mother should take hold of him bring him out to the elders of his city at the gate of the place where he lives and they shall say to the elders of the city this is our son is stubborn and rebellious he will not obey our voice then all the men of the city shall stone him to death with stones so you shall purge the evil from your midst and the israel shall hear in fear once again what culture just want to do shit for no reason damn you that angry because it's better punishments than that people They don't, the kid ain't got to die. And it seems like kids don't know any better. So yeah, there's going to be some that ruffle your feathers more than the other, but they're kids. And so that means kill them, but not just regularly kill them. Let's put them in front of everybody and make them look crazy and then stone them to death. Such a beautiful God. God loves the kids. Yeah, we were taught that our whole life. God loves the children. Well, there's a lot of things that he do to kids in this book. And let's go over some more, shall we? Exodus 21, 17. Whoever curses his father or mother should be put to death. Yeah, we just did this. So many times they just go over the same thing, but you you, you serious about it because you keep talking about it. You're going to be put to death. Like God, if you say a bad word or curse, whatever curse was back then, any kind of curse, it doesn't matter. This guy, like, gonna fuck you up. You are gonna die. It is what it is. Now, let's just say Hosea 13. God just pissed at Israel, period. He just, this is a very angry person. Man. Very angry man. Because that's what it says. The Bible keeps saying he, 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 he. Okay. So now we're just gonna move on to show... How the psychopathness of this? He's a psychopath. He murders. He rapes. He tears shit up. He just be plundering. He just he just loses his mind constantly, over and over. We're gonna do Judges twenty one ten through twenty four. So to the assembly sent twelve thousand of their best warriors to Jabesh Galil, with orders to kill every one there. Including women and children. This is what you are to do, they said. Completely destroy all the males and every woman that is not a virgin. <laughs> but how you gonna know if that's a virgin? How you gonna know? How you gonna go? You gonna ask me to hear? Are you a virgin? This book is just ugh. okay. But let's keep going. But yeah, mm-hmm. this is what you do. They say completely destroy all the males and every woman that is, um who is not a virgin. Kill the ones that's not a virgin but the ones that are the virgin, we're going to let them stay. Among the residents of them, of the 400 young virgins, how do you know how many virgins it is? Of the 400 young virgins who had never slept with a man, brought to them to the camp of Shiloh in the land of Canaan. The Israelites, the Israelite assembly sent a peace delegation to the remaining people of Benjamin who were living at the Rock of Ramon. Then the men of Benjamin returned to their homes and the 400 women of Jabbeth. Had been spared. That had been spared were given to them as wives, but they were not enough women for all of them. Wait, okay, what what that mean? So you just abducted these women? You just snatched them up? (laughs) Just because you found out you kept the virgins for yourself? Okay, let's keep reading. The people felt sorry for Benjamin because the Lord had more made this gap among the tribes of Israel, so the elders of the assembly asked, how can we find wives for the few who remain, because it was too many men left, there's only 400 uh, virgins, you know, you don't know what it is with these men, they just need virgins, but okay, wow, whatever, I'm just reading this, this is duh, um, okay, so how can we find, you know, pretty much some more women because y'all killed the rest of them because they wasn't virgins. You could have had some more, but whatever. Um, there must be hairs for the survivors to the entire tribe of Israel because it's wiped out. Um, but we cannot give them our own daughters in marriage because we have sworn with a Solomon oath that anyone who does this will fall under God's curse. Oh, don't give them their own white kids, but go get the rest of them that you don't killed the rest of the tribes and took all the virgins. So y'all can come do what y'all do. Okay yeah so so pretty much I'm gonna end this story short I know the, the story pretty much they, they end up going to the bar getting going, going to the vineyards going to the bar pretty much get drunk and, and tow up and when they came back they pretty much um snatched them all up and just uh yeah mm-hmm, right, just break them all you know what they did listen it is what it is they snatched them all up and um yeah they took them they, they theirs now it is what it is. All right, let's go to Numbers 31, 7 through 8. They attacked Median as the Lord had commanded, because the Lord commands a lot. He commands a lot. He, he okays a lot. He approves a lot. This guy is really wow. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who he is. Numbers 31, 7 through 18. Yeah, I'm just showing you the psychopathness of this nutcase. They attacked <laughs> as the Lord had commanded, and they killed all the men. They, they just always on a war path. Why does the Lord keep commanding for people to just be abused and killed and raped and beat? But let's keep going on. All five. Okay. Um. Okay. Here we go. Then the Israelite army captured the Midianite women and children and seized their cattle and flocks and all their wealth and plunder. They burned all the towns and villages where the Midianites had lived. After they had gathered the plunder and captives, both people and the animals, they brought them all to Moses in the priests, into the whole community of Israel so in other words you took all the African stuff took everybody brought all the plunder everything back because we, we had some stuff going on but let me quit mixing some of the history and some of this Bible not all of it it's a lot of us in here but yeah and so um, they brought them all back uh-huh Um, to share with the Israel to share with the um, white supremacists uh mm-hmm, which was camped on the plains of Moab beside the Jordan River across from Jericho Moses uh-huh mm-hmm. But anyway, why have you let all the women live? He demanded because remember, they brought the women and the children back. This was Moses. Now, this is Moses. Now, God gave the, 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 the go ahead. But now you don't brought them back in, in Moses. Remember the one that with the, the Ten Commandments? He the one with the commandments, right? You know, the Ten Commandments that said thou shall not kill. But apparently he over here saying he pissed because they let some women and children live. He like, Hey, what's going on? Why you let all the women live? He demanded. These are the very ones who followed Baham's advice and caused the people of Israel to rebel against the Lord at Mount Peor. They are the ones who caused the plunge plague to strike the Lord's people. So kill all the boys and all the women who have had intercourse with a man. What is it with you guys with these virgins? God, just one time if she had had intercourse with a man, she got to go just one time. What if he took it? Wow. But kill all the boys. All the women who have had intercourse with a intercourse. Uh, all the women who have an, had intercourse with a man, only for the young girls who are virgins may live. Moses, you want some shit. You may keep them for yourselves. Mm. So clearly Moses and God approves the weight of the virgins, the women and kids. It don't matter. If they're women, they about to get raped. And it's okay by God and Moses because he, Moses pissed off because why, why you, what, what's going on? You, you over here killing folks, but you ain't do this. And then he come back and be like, okay, but you know what? You can have the virgins, keep them. Everybody else, you should have killed them all, but just to keep, keep the virgins. Yeah. Let's do a couple more. More craziness, Deuteronomy 20, 10 through 14. I'm not going to read all this, but pretty much this is, um, you know what, yeah. As you approach a town to attack it. Here we go again. We always just fucking some shit up. What race just continuously fuck shit up for no problem, for no reason? They just fuck up shit. Here we go again. Like, I'm tired already. As you approach a town to attack it. Why we always, Okay. Um, you must first offer its people terms for peace. So, but watch out, why y'all even coming over here messing with us, though? Why y'all even fucking with us? We don't even know y'all. Y'all just keep coming to mess with us. We're not bothering y'all, period. What race does that? And if they accept your terms and open the gates to you, then all the people inside will serve you in forced labor. <laughs> Hello? Hello? People, so let me say that again. Let me read the thing and then talk. Deuteronomy 20, 10 through 14. As you approach, this is God telling them to go kidnap the slaves, pretty much. Kill and plunder them all. Take what you want and then use them. As you approach a town and to attack it, you're given the rules. Wow, okay. You must first offer its people terms for peace, you know. If they accept your terms and open the gates to you, then all the people inside will serve you in forced labor. So we was nice and opened the gate and you just took everything. Black people got too much heart. They always loving on somebody else. Y'all need to start reading. Yeah, I keep giving innuendos to show you some places who we're talking about in real life. uh who your gods are in real life that you've given your whole life up to and won't even open your own book, apparently. Yeah, we're going to go over this hour. We're almost done with this part, though. We won't have too much time for Black Herstory, but I do want to say something small for Black Herstory, so we'll get to it. We're going to run a little bit over time. It's okay. I'll owe you. Because this here is we here under the order of God, pretty much. This is what we saying. And we're going to take y'all. We gonna, Either y'all going to go, or we going to kill y'all, or y'all coming as slaves. You really ain't got no choice. But it don't matter. Because God said in Deuteronomy 20, verse 12, But if they refuse to make peace and prepare to fight, <laughs> you must attack the town. Psychopath God. Beat their ass. Kill them. Grab them. Tie them up. Rope them up. Chain them up. Because the, when the Lord your God hands the town over to you, use your swords to kill every man in town. But you may keep for yourselves all the women, <laughs> children, livestock, and other plunder. You may enjoy the plunder from the enemies that the Lord your God has given to you. Now, whether this be You may think if this is portraying to the Africans or not. It all sounds familiar and don't play dumb like it doesn't. Okay? Don't 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 lose your your, your senses. Bring out that third eye. Pay attention. This God in his Bible, all he wants to do is rape, kill. Keep the virgins. He's a psychopath. He's just messing with people that was not messing with him for no reason. Now, here's the funny part is, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, is if God made these other people, or you know all, made all, whatever, whatever, and you over these people, you just attacking them because you just need all the attention, huh? If you ain't getting no attention, you're losing your mind, huh? Must be married to Karen. Or you could be married. Oh, ha <laughs> ha. My bad. Let me keep going. It's fucking crazy. It sounds like the God we said. God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. In that black community, y'all gotta stop. He's not good all the time. All the time he's good. And he love children. God love the kids. Really? Tell my grandbaby that was brought into this world for 22 months in pain couldn't talk, couldn't walk, couldn't eat, couldn't smile. Well, we did see her smile. We noticed her smile. But you allowed this? This was okay for you? And it was okay for you to watch for 22 months of her life to just sit there? You love the kids so much. You sat there and watched, apparently, like the psychopath that you are. You sat there and watched her in pain. You watched her get almost 30, 30 surgeries, because like I said, when they want to say, when you come out to surgery good, oh, that must have been God. You ain't giving no credit to the doctors. But if you don't come out to credit the, the surgery good, oh, now you want to sue the doctors. It's the doctors in the first place. Okay, back on it. Whew. And another thing, if you think the creator of the universe would want to see our planet destroyed like this, what would be his point of making it? If you... If you sitting around watching us destroy, you could do all kinds of shit, but apparently you get off on this. You're off probably right now as I'm talking about it. Oh, I'm sorry. Or nah. Let's talk about some rape. Deuteronomy 22, 28 through 29. If a man is caught in the act of raping a young woman who is not engaged... No worries. He must pay the father 50 pieces of silver to the father. Then he must marry the young woman because he violated her and he would never be allowed to divorce her. So, wait a minute. Well, that's all the rules for him. But well, what about her? I didn't ask for this motherfucker to rape me in the first place. I'm a virgin. You just took my shit. I thought I was going to go tell my daddy so he could whoop your ass. But instead, God said, I got to marry. Hold on, wait psychopath God that I said four years ago whoever that God in the Bible is a psychopath so you telling me you love us women so much I forgot you don't you don't you already proved you don't like the kids and I know for damn sure you don't even like the book bo- the, the 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 women you got what 73 Bible uh pay, uh books in the Bible how many is got women you don't want to, we can't talk we can't say shit you just want to you just want to f- fuck us pretty much in and out around and over but you telling me so now? I got a rape that I got to marry the man that raped me, and I can never divorce him because he can't divorce me. I am living this life for the rest of my life as I was minding my business, and this motherfucker came down the side of the road, raped me, and now I'm married to him. Like wow, I'm marrying my rapist. What in the fuck? What the fuck was we following? Is anybody going to do research on the God that you love so much? He don't, apparently don't give a fuck about you. He, him, (laughs) him, don't give a fuck about you. In this Bible, this God. Let's do some sex slaves. Exodus 21, 7 through 11. When a man sells his daughter as a slave. (laughs) When a man sells his daughter. So we, wow, we just selling our kids now. Oh yeah, we going in on this one. When a man sells his daughter as a slave, she will not be freed at the end of six years, as the men are. Cause again, this 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 this, this God is horny. He love the women. He love us defenseless, that we can't defend ourselves. You want to get rid of? You keep taking our men away. Sounded familiar yet, people? You keep taking our men away because that is our armor. That is our protection. But you find finding more ways than other, even right now today, taking the masculinity away from them. And we're going to talk about that later. We got so much to talk about. Not enough time in this little black hour. We're going to start doing some lives. Yeah. But... So you can sell your daughter as a slave. She's not going to be freed after six years as the men are. If she does not satisfy her owner, he must allow her to be bought back again. But he is not allowed to sell her to foreigners since he is the one who broke the contract with her. But if the slave owner arranges for her to marry his son, he may no longer treat her as a slave but as a daughter. Wait, what? what? If a man who has a married slave wife takes another wife for himself, he must not neglect the rights of the first wife to food, clothing, and sexual intimacy. (laughs) If he fails in any of these three obligations, she may leave as a free woman without making any payment. (laughs) Wow. I, I I I can't make this up. Let's do some. Um, he assists with rape and plunder. Zechariah 14, 1 through 2. A day is coming for the Lord when the spoils taken from you will be divided in your midst. And I will gather all the nations against Jerusalem for battle. The city will be taken, houses will be plundered, women raped. Is he tired yet? Half the city will go into exile. But the rest of the people will not be removed from the city. What in the... I can't make this up. I guess Jesus got some issues with the slaves too. He liked them too. He said, okay, go on and get them. Cause we in the new Testament, Ephesians six and five slaves, obey your earthly masters with deep respect and fear. Serve them sincerely as you would serve Christ. (laughs) Who's Christ y'all try to please them all the time. Not just when they are watching you as slaves of Christ through the will of God with all your heart, work with your enthusiasm and though you were working for the Lord, rather than the for the people, remember that the Lord will reward each one of us for good, we do, whether we are slaves or free. So go on and do what you need to do. Now go on and get over there, you know, or obey your, obey your earthly masters. Mm-hmm. This is just specifically for apparently for just black folk, because we have earthly masters. Mm-hmm. Other people were called servants, were slaves. There's a difference. He was the only one like this, yeah. <sighs> this is crazy. One Timothy six, one through two, all slaves should show full respect for their master so they would not bring shame on their name of God and his teachings. If the masters are believers, there is no excuse for being disrespectful. Those slaves should work all the harder because their efforts are helping other believers who are well-loved. Oh, really? The slaves are well-loved? I mean, you got to be very delusional to read this stuff and not question something. Come on, people. You got to be very delusional to know that you just want to skip around in the Bible and play around with the good parts. No. Let's go to Luke 12, 47 through 48. And a servant who knows what the master wants, but isn't prepared and doesn't carry out those instructions will be severely punished. Here we go again. But this is Jesus. This motherfucker worse than his daddy. What you going to do? What you going to do? But someone who does not know and who, and then does something wrong will be punished only lightly. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. See, we only heard that one part. What is it? Much, much to be given to something? Yeah, but this one is when someone has been given much, much will be required in return and when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. See, we wasn't taught that part, huh? What's the little saying? But we didn't get the second part. We only got the first part. Pretty much do the fuck I say. When I say it, how I say it. And the guy gonna love you. He can do shit for you, but he gonna love you. Because not in this life, but in the afterlife, the one that you know shit about, ain't nobody in the world ever been able to come back and say that there was an afterlife. But you motherfuckers aren't going to live like this while you on earth. Because why? Yeah, and black people going to keep saying, I'm the chosen. We the chosen ones. (laughs) We got to even stop saying that. The chosen of what? At the end of the day, no matter what, nothing has changed. What, because black people ain't in handcuffs? Yes, we are. I mean, they went from chains, ball and chains, to handcuffs. Still getting beaten, abused. We 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 got it so bad, and we just gonna keep. Come on, Lord, we gonna wait our turn. But nope, this is Jesus now. Let's go to Luke, um, 12, 49 through fifty three. Look like he Jesus over here fucking some shit up again. Let's see. I have to come set the world on fire, <laughs> and I wish it was already burning. So you want to come set it on fire? Yeah. Okay. I have a terrible baptism of suffering ahead of me and I am under a heavy burden until it is accomplished. Do you think I have come to bring peace to this earth? And no, I have come to divide people against each other. From now on, the families, oh, I did this one earlier, but forget it. From now on, the families will be split apart. Three in favor of me and two against and two in favor and three against. So you separating us on purpose? What kind of God are you? You don't even want the Christian family. Because you come to disrupt some shit. You come to be, uh, to throw some paws. You think you scrappy. Yo, ass don't sit here and say, yeah, we're going to get me, me and two against and two in the favor so cousins don't get along and stuff. Uh, yeah, Okay. And son, okay, so the father will be divided against the son and the son. See, I didn't get that part. So the father will be divided against the son and the son against the father and the mother against the daughter and the daughter against the mother and the mother-in-law against the daughter-in-law and the daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law. What is wrong with you? On what? Because I don't want to follow you or I don't want to kick it with you like I don't want to be your friend? Like, I don't want to have to be your friend. Like, dude, you crazy. You started off on some whole shit saying... I came here to fuck some shit up. Like, I don't want to be a friend. I don't want to kick it like that. My, my, The way me and my people get down, we don't kick it like that. We don't, we don't come to fuck some shit up. We come to have fun, laugh, play some cards, fucking some dominoes, some music, do some hustles. But you over here, I'm you going to put everybody against each other. No wonder at the family picnics, nobody want to get along because they steady reading this shit. No. You ain't come here to bring peace on earth. What the fuck are we waiting on motherfuckers to come back for? Clearly, he came to fuck some shit up. (laughs) Wow. Deuteronomy 1712. Anyone arrogant enough to reject the verdict of the judge of the priest who represents the Lord, your God, you must die. This motherfucker mad. He just die. Peace out. You got to go. I, 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 I'm not making this up. It's the Bible. I mean, I need you guys to read what I was reading back in 2019. I needed it to make sense. It makes sense for this to be the all loving God that is good all the time. All the, That's a lie. Quit fucking playing with me. He good all the time? Him or his son? Fucking psychopaths who, who go mess with people for no reason, what race just bothers people for no reason, or because you don't do what they say, because they think they have the white entitlement, come on my babies, come on, and just for the homosexuals, you want to be a Christian flower? don't worry about it, because he don't like your motherfucking ass anyway, Leviticus 2013, this is a good six or seven I'm just gonna read a couple, because over here, he wants to, he want to kill the homosexuals. If a man practices homosexuality, having sex with another man, as with a woman, both men have committed a detestable act. They must both be put to death. Damn, I can't even like who I want to like. I got to die, God. You made me. I can't even like what I got want to like. I mean, damn. But I got to die? For they are guilty of a capital offense. God damn. Well, unfortunately, your government down here, they changing some things. So they going against you. So sometimes they go with you, God, and they want to put in God reach us. And then sometimes they're going to say, fuck what you talking. Because now, God, they down here saying that the men that want to be women can use the women's bathroom. And the women that want to be men, well, we ain't, the women ain't, the, listen, the women that have no problem with their masculinity, they're not trying to be men. They're trying to be themselves. They're just more masculine. But the men, they're running around with wigs and nails and toes. And it, 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 Listen. It is what it is. Because that's going to be a topic of discussion by itself. For sure. For cheesy. Last ones. Men can't wear clothes. Men can't wear women's clothes and women can't wear men's clothes. What made... But I'm confused because I'm like, well, what made women's clothes women? What made men's clothes men? But it didn't make a difference because in your Bible, he said, fuck all that. Women wear women's clothes, whatever that is. And men wear men's clothes. Deuteronomy 22.5. It is what it is. All right. Also, if anybody was born out of wet light, don't take your ass to church. I forgot to tell you that earlier. I had that on an earlier one. Deuteronomy 23.2 says, um, nobody born out of wetlock can go to church mm no way. What about Chronicles, 2 Chronicles 15, 12? Kill all the non-believers, women, children. <laughs> Fall in line or you're dead. <laughs> Kill them all. 2 Chronicles 15, 12. Kill all the women and children. If they don't believe in me, fuck them. That sounds like a psychopath. That doesn't sound like a loving God. I'm confused. Zechariah 13, 3. Kill the false prophets too. If anyone continues to prophesy, and his own father and mother would tell them, you must die, for you have prophesied lies in the name of the Lord. And as if if he prophesied, if he pro- prophesizes, his own father and mother will stab him. This is such a violent God. He his remedy for everything. I mean, can can somebody stand in a corner? Can somebody just go to bed early, or just take some of their um? What did they have back then? Some of their tablets away? I don't know. Little scrolls take them away from them? I don't know. But everything is just capital punishment. I I, I, I don't know. Last two, Deuteronomy 13, 13 through 8. Kill the entire town. That's what he's saying. If, 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 if anybody, if I go, he said, he sent them to the town and said, go to that town and anybody that don't believe me, don't want to worship me, kill them all. Hello, where do you think religion come from? You think people was approving this shit? Or do you think when we get to our black story, you're going to learn that for to be religion in, in the Christian religion for sure. You, you got beat, abused, hung, shit stabbed up you. I was reading to where they would bring almost like we about to go into that for butt-breaking, but bring the the, the the biggest person out in the tribe, the most important part, person out in the tribe, hang them on the tree. So if it's a woman, they got this thing, this spear, and it's on the end of it, it's got a stick. It's like a, it's going to stick you. And they will have her on the tree tied up like um with her legs open. So when they let it down, that spear is going into her vagina. And for the men, they did it with his anal. For some reason, theirs had like a little pyramid shape at the end of it, at the end of it. But they would do the same thing. And when they let him down, he would go down hard and it would just rip up all their insides. And this is this is the, the I guess, you know, approved by God. You know, of course, the God y'all love so much. <laughs> and don't worship nobody else. Don't try to be a Muslim or anything else because kill them all. They don't want to be what I say be. Fuck what they were studying already. Fuck that they didn't believe in any religion because we had our own spiritual beliefs. Make them do what I say. Why? Because out of white man. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep getting confused. Out of God. Out of God. Out of God. They're going to do what I say. My bad. I'm sorry because I, I I tend to go in and out. I get confused. I just It just doesn't sound like the loving God that we were talking about. It keeps sounding like familiar, like stuff we going through now in reference to who who is this person who acts like this in real life isaiah 13 15 through 18 whoever is captured will be thrust through all who are caught will fall by the sword their infants will be dashed to pieces right before their eyes their houses will be lauded looted and their wives raped here we go again The only thing in this Bible, women, that you are good for is to be raped. Yes, you're going to find a few verses that's going to play with your mind because that's what narcissists, crazy psychopaths do to keep you, you know, focused a little bit. But let me tell you something. I either love you or I don't. There is no in between. I either love you or I don't. I don't want to see anybody I loved harmed. I don't want to see anybody I loved raped. But this Bible is approving it daily. Old Testament, New Testament, it don't give two shits. It's on a war path, this Bible. Do what the fuck I say when I say how I said and why you talking? Shut up, Mercedes. You know why? Because, bitch, you can't talk anyway. You supposed to be submissive. Shut the fuck up. But see, I had to go because, uh, listen, I got a mouth. The creator gave me a mouth. And I'm going to use this motherfucker to wake my people up. To wake my people the fuck up. All right. We're going to be done for religion for today. Um, I'm going to hurry up and just throw this one thing in for uh, Black history, And we're moving on. We'll do more Black history next time. We'll stay off religion a little bit and do more Black history next time. Because I got some good stuff that we need to start learning about. Our real, true, the story behind us. So, yeah. Stay with me. Bear with me. Let's move right along. But I'm going to leave you with... Welcome to Planet Earth's white man-made religion program. Yep, program. Because religion program its beings. To do whatever it say do. Whether it makes logical sense or not. The world's going to find out exactly who you are. Unfortunately, we're not going to have enough time to get to overstanding our Blackness Black Hour series. I'm having technical difficulties again. So we're going to end it here and we will resume in two weeks, which is in two weeks. I think it's June 1st. I think it is. But until the end. Brighter days are here. And there's no need to fear. did it, y'all okay fuck her we did it we, we we did it y'all we did it tribers we did it my little tribers hakuna matata what's that guys no worries we got this asante that's thank you and swahili for listening to the season one episode five of our black hour web talk series I look forward to building a community and safe space for Black awareness, real Black history, love, self-knowledge, and Black human elevation. Please share, like, follow us on whatever podcast streaming platforms that you're affiliated with. Also, be sure to share, like, and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Also, if I want to ask if you learned anything or think it's something you can share with somebody, please, by all means, each one teach one is in full effect. We must all work together. It's time for the black communities to receive their heaven here on earth now, just like all the other races are achieving and receiving their riches and glory now. Guess what? Until next episode, baby, stay black, stay woke, stay ready. But guess what? If you're not black, stay whatever color you are and then stay woke. But still, stay ready. Ashay! To teach a black man that a white man died for his sins and is coming back to save him is an insult to his intelligence. We're not stupid people. My people just sleep. I'm ringing the alarm. It's time to wake up. Ashe The greatest threat to our planet is the belief that someone else will save it. When you are fully awake, you dance through the moments you once mourned.